Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. How did this happen? When did it happen? Who predicted it? <laughs> who, who knew it in their blood and guts? I would like to welcome Tom Korski, managing editor of Black Locks Reporter. Tom, good evening. Thanks for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks, Arlene. I said that because you and I have touched on this before, that there's all these dark clouds that are coming and we kind of felt it. Other people didn't. And look at where we are right now. I mean, what a day. It brings me no pleasure to discuss reality, but reality is there are looming, as I think it was one financial CEO said in, in the United States, there's a hurricane out in the Atlantic and it's coming towards the shore here. We've got stocks plummeting. We have crypto crashing, which was supposed to be the big new answer. Housing prices forecast to go down 15% and household debt. Tom, I know you can feel it. And you know what's worse? You know what compounds the the sense that the wheels are off the bus? It's core function. Everyone knows about the airports. Everyone knows now that if you want to apply for to renew your passport in person, you can anticipate a three-and-a-half-hour wait. That's that's not an atypical wait time. No, I in think a that's a good day. Office, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and in fact, Passport Canada's answer today was to publish uh, on a website anticipated wait times in individual offices. Like, this is core function, Arlene. And there is this sense that, that something went horribly wrong, and that, more importantly, no one knows how to get back on track. That's the corrosive part. You start letting people, by the millions, conclude that government, federal government, in its core function doesn't know what it's doing or how to self-correct, and that's bad. It is bad, and it's happening everywhere we go. On the other hand, internationally, the economic clouds are not good. We've got dust-ups heading in every direction, and it's mind-boggling. You know, you and I have seen these kind of things before. There is a generation, a very young generation. This has got to be blowing their minds, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. No, this is when you discover your banker is not your friend. <laughs> this is, <laughs> no. They only no. they, they only seem friendly, but but it's when <laughs> yeah, it's when the when you can see the 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 torchlight through the windows and smell the sulfur. That's when you find out who your friends are. You got it. You got it. And and things are scarce. Food is scarce. Certain types of food. We all thought during the pandemic, oh, this is just a few weeks. You know, I can handle it. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I'll work around it. I won't use this. I won't use that. It's here. It's going to be here for a while. And with the war in Ukraine, we're warned. Even the staffs of life, Tom, like wheat, bread, all those things, they passed up. But, you know, wheat has always been the staff of life in any any civilization's that we're trying to stay alive, and that could go and be, we could have a shortage of that by the fall, it's predicted. It makes no sense, does it, in a country that's 100% self-sufficient in food, 
a country that is entirely self-sufficient in food, and yet Stats Canada did a lifestyle survey, and they found 27% of Canadians surveyed are borrowing money from family and friends or from Visa and MasterCard to meet daily expenses, such as groceries. 27% in a country that is self-sufficient in food, that we have more food than we could ever eat. More than a quarter of Canadians, literally in real time watching their standard of living diminish week by week by week. It's a very, we're headed for a dark place, Arlene. I I do. I really feel this. And we've been in dark places before. Lehman Brothers failed. We saw it all happen in the 90s when people lost their homes and it could happen again. I I don't want to be the person who's uh, talking about things that are a bummer here. But as as you know, Tom, this is a reality. And I understand that you've been car shopping. Have you felt the pinch? I hear there are very few out there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Forget it. Forget about inventory. Yeah, today I was out bid on a 10-year-old army surplus van that had the back seats ripped out, it went for over $10,000. Uh, let me tell you why this matters, even if you are not car shopping, new or used. Beginning in June, the uh, in the June labor market survey, and more importantly, the benchmark consumer price index, StatsCan, is going to start accounting for the price of used vehicles, which have gone through the roof. They're up by over a quarter on average. Why does that matter? Arlene, your inflation rate is not 6.8%. By StatsCan's rough estimate, it is 7% or more. When they start calculating for used vehicles with the 25% inflation in price, you watch that cost of living go right through the roof and it will carry everything with it. That's why we talk about this core dysfunction. Here we are, we live in a country Mm -hmm. that has actually manufactured cars for over 100 years. You just can't buy one. And if you do get to buy one, if you're lucky enough to lease one, you will pay and pay and pay at the most ridiculous and inflated prices. And if you do and get forget one, about army surplus. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I've done a lot of stories on serial killers. Just saying, they rip the bag seats out. They do rip the bag seats out. And you know, if you do get a car, then you're going to want to put gas in it. And we know everybody I talked to on the weekend within five minutes, and I did a little experiment. It didn't matter whether we were talking flowers, roses, oysters, summer, whatever. They started talking about the price of gas. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, three figures to fill the tank. When you're hitting Mm -hmm. three figures to fill the tank, you know that you're eating a lot of spaghetti. There goes the animal (laughs) protein in the budget, right? Mm -hmm. And and, and where does it end? What is the solution? Who is the person? Who is the federal leader? Where is the leadership, Arlene, to say, look, follow me? I know the answer. We can try this and we can do that. Your natural gas home heating bill, not an issue. We're going into the one snow-free month of the year in Canada, July. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your natural gas rates are going through the roof, and you can start to see what it will look like after Labor Day. And it's frankly infuriating and almost inexplicable, isn't it, Arlene? Who can explain it, and who has the answers? Why do we even have a parliament in session? I know. Well, look, you know, we do. There are people who say they have the answers. And that's what I'm saying. We're all looking at the conservative leadership race that holds a mirror up to Canada. How do we feel? We know there's anger. We know that there is a challenging and a, 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 cha- a channeling of that anger. 
on the other hand, you know, the presumed front runner is was saying he was going to turn the country into the crypto capital. We're looking for alternative answers. Sounded good. Even people who were kind of skeptical took another look. Well, no mention of that now. It's crashing. I mean, they're not even letting people withdraw today. Everything is vulnerable. All the foundations that we took for granted are shaking underneath our feet. And, you know, we're, we've got these January 6th committee hearings in the United States, and you look at conspiracy theories and anger, and I can't imagine there's not going to be anger and it could go in some dangerous places, Tom. I think there's no doubt about that. The, the, the silver lining is, though, for all the bad rap it gets. The Internet does tell people that you're not alone. So if you feel that you are scrapping in a back alley over an army surplus van <laughs> or fighting over chicken bones, you know that it's not just you. It's not a personal failing. And it's not a, a, a reprehensible lack of planning on your part. The federal treasury never figured it out either, Arlene. The big bankers over down, right down the street here at the central bank, they didn't figure it out either. So there is some community of interest, but uh, everyone is looking for uh, as an MP said in committee the other day, what are the benchmarks? What are the numbers? Mm -hmm. How do we know when you've scored a touchdown? In other words, where is it that we want to go? What exactly is the target on interest rates? How much does bread have to get before we accept that that's too much? That's a, but what a, a do you do when bread. it is too much? Because this is, oh. let's be fair, as you say, the Internet tells us we're not alone. The Internet also tells us we're not alone around the world. Well, sure, there, but there are solutions. They've worked in the past. People don't even talk about them. One of them is credit controls. 1951, terrible inflation problem in Canada. Finance minister brought in credit controls. That meant if you wanted to buy a car, for instance, you had mm -hmm. to put down 50%. Yeah. Car dealers didn't like yeah. it. Guess what happened? The market worked itself out in, within 11 months. Uh, but that's the problem is when the Bank of Canada says now, you know, 30% of mortgages are at risk from higher interest rates, mm -hmm. who'd loan them the money? Yeah. They never asked that question. The bankers wanted to make the money. So th there are some hard questions, and we may have to lose some of our friends if you're in the position of leadership. But th there's not a lot of leadership around. No, there isn't. But it's going to emerge, and there may be some false leaders who present themselves. We've seen this happen before in history. But one thing's for sure, and I, I knew you were feeling it, there is a, a terrible sense that before things get better, they're going to get worse out there. Yeah, it's sad. It's, it's almost un-Canadian, isn't it? And yet millions mm -hmm. of Canadians are living with this now. They've had this creeping feeling for a long time. There are some demographics who've had flat incomes for many, many years. Yeah. But it's, it, it's, it's jarring to think that your children will have a lower standard of living than you did. How is that possible in a country like this? But millions yeah. of people are there, aren't they? They are, and it's it's something that people never thought they were going to have to contemplate, but it looks like all those, the best of times, are coming to an end. Thank you, Tom Korski, Managing Editor, Black Locks Reporter. Have a great night, and I uh, uh, hope you snag at least a pair of wheels, Tom. <laughs> Thanks, Arlene. <laughs> all right, cheers. I'm Arlene Bynan, and this is On Point.